Hi guys, welcome to another edition of Unravel with me, Kojo Pinkra, and I'm glad to say that today is uh, our third episode, and today we're going to have a very nice discussion with a young gentleman. If you've realized the trend of our discussions, we do not really do um, the oldies or people who are, you know, quite old. We do the youth or the young ones who have the knowledge that, yes, even the old men would have or more. So today we're going to have a discussion on a very interesting topic, but before we move to the discussion, I would like to say a very big up. Thanks to all those listening, those who have been listening from all across the world, from Ghana, from Canada, from the United States of America, from India, from Cameroon, from Tanzania, Kenya, and everywhere that you've been listening. We appreciate your listening. Keep on listening to us. I will keep on doing the work for you. Make sure that you follow our handles on social media so that we get your feedback because it's quite important that you assess this work that we do because it's because of you that we do this work and i would like to always give you a content that is worth your while so on social media on facebook is unravel with kuju pinkra unravel with kuju pinkra is a page name on facebook please follow our page and like also and share and secondly on twitter is at unravel underscore kp unravel underscore kp you can get to listen to any of our tunes any of our episodes on audio mac Audio Mac forward slash audiomac.com sorry forward slash fake media audiomac forward slash fake media and you can get our audios. So today we're going to talk about an interesting discussion in the wake of um, the Black Lives Matter in the wake of individuals fighting for you know supremacy and the like. There has been questions all over the world as to the relevance of Pan Africanism and how Pan Africanism has or may be losing its grounds within the social media space or within the grounds of discussion so today in my studios we have a young gentleman who is you know he has the i'd say the knowledge depth in the field and today he's going to help us dissect the issues of pan-africanism and i I like i would introduce him sorry um pretty soon but today if you are listening to us for the first time please again like our page on facebook Unravel with Kujo Pinkra and also follow us on Twitter at Unravel underscore KP. Alright, so uh, welcome, Fidel. Hi, thanks so much, Kujo. How are you doing, sir? Um, so you are managing your inside. Uh, how, how's the COVID treating you? It's, it's. I mean... Um, yeah, it's, it's trying to stay low, trying mm-hmm. to hide ourselves, protect ourselves. So. Mm. Protect yourself? Is it a Pan-Africanist movement? Because I, I know you are part of this Freedom Fighters movement. Oh, yeah, even in the midst of the... We still mm. have to push our agenda because mm. you know that's... I mean, the right direction for Africa. That's oh, okay. what Africa really needs. So, even as much as we protect ourselves from the virus, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we still have to protect ourselves from the oppressors. Oh, okay. And okay. so, there's a need to still push mm. the agenda. But our forefathers, I mean, pushed, and unfortunately, due to the conscious effort of some anti Pan Africanist I mean, mm. people, okay. it has to uh, come to a halt. But we are the ones to continue the fight. So, we are still there. Okay. So, um, even in his intro, he has given you a brief idea of what we're going to discuss today. It's going to be a very lengthy discussion, Mark. We'll try to keep it short so that you will enjoy the discussion. But for Fidel, for, for someone who doesn't really know what Pan-Africanism is, I mean, make it relatable to the ordinary individual listening to us today. What is Pan-Africanism? Okay, so thank you so much. So, um, first of all, I'd also like to greet all the listeners in Ghana, in the United States, and all Africans I mean, listening. Yes. It's very important that we stick together as Africans. And they resist all forms of oppression. So, um, I think um, first, when Pan-Africanism was introduced mm-hmm. by um, some civil rights 
um, movements and leaders mm -hmm. in the early 60s mm -hmm. in the United States, like Pekavi, George Padmore, and those kind of people who started mm -hmm. introducing mm -hmm. Pan Africanism. And later on, Nkrumah and other colleagues, other comrades, also um, embraced the movement to push it. So the definition was very simple mm -hmm. that when you talk about Pan Africanism, that yep. is the unity of all Africans mm -hmm. under an all African union government. Okay. So it simply means that um, we understand that African, there are a lot of states in Africa. So all these states should be able to come together and form one common front. Okay. okay. And this front mm -hmm. will be the front that whoever wants to engage Africa will engage. Okay. So, okay. Yeah, so it's better to have a common front mm -hmm. instead of a varying front where okay. people can easily okay. play okay. us okay. against okay. each other. Okay. So, so if I get you all, um, Pan-Africanism is... Uh, a one-state Africa, where Africa has higher bargaining, Africa has a bigger say exactly. in global politics. Exactly. Okay. All right. So because I mean, even <laughs> before that, you realize that even mm. in our, I mean, I can, we have what we call, um, we have an adage that say if you you pick up one, I mean, broomstick, you mm -hmm. can easily break it. Yeah. But yeah. The bundle of the sticks, it's okay. very difficult. It's, it's difficult to, be. That's to break true. it. That's, That's so, practically true. Yes. Okay. Yes. So I'm saying that um, the intent was to have one Africa that was started by you mentioned Marcus Gavi and the like. Mm -hmm. um, let, let's let's come up to the emergence of uh, Pan Africanism in Africa. How was it like? How how, how was the movements like the drive? Yeah. So um, if 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 in fact um, the first there there are a lot of attempts mm -hmm. at. This, I mean, objective. It's an objective. In Koma terms, it as an objective. The Pan Africanism. The, yes, okay. as one of the objectives of the African liberation struggle. Okay. The first objective was nationalism, and then secondly, Pan Africanism, mm -hmm. and then socialism. Okay. That will make African better. So some of the attempts, whether in nineteen, I mean, even prior to nineteen sixty three, um, and in the first, um, uh, the first conference of independent African states, which was held in nineteen fifty eight, that was like the first kind of movement, Pan African. Mm -hmm meeting mm -hmm. that was held was in Ghana, Accra, 1958, okay. to mm -hmm. discuss the idea of uniting. So at that time, I think there were about eight independent African states who came together to who discuss, attended. who attended, mm -hmm. to discuss that agenda mm -hmm. in 58. Mm -hmm. So around that time, um, and the discussion, I mean, on African soil actually began. And mm. Nkrumah did a lot of good work trying to sink it into the minds of those Africans. And then it was agreed that mm -hmm. And it was necessary to push for more Africans because mm. only eight at that time was not really enough to. Okay. So it was agreed. They didn't have the quorum to even you make see, a decision. You see, it was necessary to push more African countries to mm. attain independence so that when they get a larger number, that decision can really make, make an impact. Okay. So okay. Um, fast forward to 1963. At that time, um, a lot a lot had had, had, had their independence. The so, local of countries in yes, Africa. So that okay. was the OAU meeting in Ethiopia, Addis Ababa, Ethiopia. Okay. So at that time, the, the actual question was brought to the table mm -hmm. to unite Africa. Okay. And unfortunately, mm -hmm. left with two votes, Africa would have, there would have been a consensus to unite Africa. Let me, let me hold you there. I mean, for our listeners, they want to be clear. The idea to become a united Africa was put to a vote. Yes. And it was less two votes. So that's why we don't have a United Africa. Yes, as at that time. So what what happened was mm. that mm -hmm. I think it was it was it was um, I can't really remember the exact figure, but it was around forty countries. Okay. That okay. forty something can that mm -hmm. met that mm -hmm. met, and then they were supposed to have twenty four votes 
to get the to to third vote to mm-hmm. to unite okay, to, to third of the the, in the, the country's presence yes so, so that we can have a united Africa yes but okay. unfortunately uh, uh, Togo Hufe uh, Boni uh, of uh, of Togo and then a single of Senegal abstained from the vote wow you see so mm-hmm. that did, did they give reasons or it wasn't necessary they were they were francophone countries at that time oh, okay. and we know the history of the French, the French assimilation you yes, see yes, uh, yes, regime yes, so those people were not really for that agenda so mm. they could because at that time the arguments and the kind of interpretation that went into i mean the the necessity to unite africa at that time were very clear okay so it wouldn't be rational for anyone not to have not agreed. to have not to have agreed mm. you see but those mm. people decided to abstain on whichever grounds they decided to abstain mm. i don't know but i think one of the grounds is because of their affiliation to the french and, and certainly some of the like the tactics that the French have you see, have, have improved. So, okay, so that's the reason why we don't have a United Africa. Yeah, from, so that at that conference, mm. if that I mean those two votes had gotten, then they could have formed the front for mm. the United States of Africa. Africa, okay. We would have all countries being one. Yes. Like USA. Yes, yes. So the other other thing that happened, other attempt that mm-hmm. happened mm-hmm. was the formation of the Ghana, Guinea, Mali um, alliance. Okay. So. That's um formation. So in the, they even form a United States of African flag. So okay. so when that attempt failed, then because Nkrumah was always thinking of a different approach. To, so a plan to, B to, always having see, a second plan. Too. You see, so the next plan mm. was that uh, he he they they form um, a flag, that, the flag of Africa. Mm-hmm. That was the Ghana flag, the red, gold, green, the black star. So any country that agrees to join that union of African state, you add another. Black star to the middle. Okay. So at that time, the three countries, Ghana, uh, Ghana, Guinea, Mali, agreed to unite. So there were three stars on the flag. Yes, okay. representing the Union of Africa. Okay. You see, so unfortunately, I mean, sixty-six Nkrumah, I mean, was stopped. Even prior to that, in sixty-six May, there would have been another meeting. OAU meeting. Okay. So at that time, from sixty-three to sixty-six, Nkrumah had also helped pump a lot of resources into helping. Other African countries attain independence. Guinea, Guinea is Guinea is a prime Guinea example. and other countries. Yeah. So at that time, and besides, uh, 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 um, so at that time, mm-hmm. Nkrumah was going to the meeting prepared mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. he has roamed the whole of Africa, yeah. visited people, mm-hmm. the, the, the the leaders, and have seen that, sang that idea into their mind that the way forward for Africa is African unity. Sure, you see. So going to that meeting, mm-hmm. there was very high hope that. And besides, to Ghana was 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 employing a lot of Africans at that time. Ghana was mm-hmm. a very developed yeah. country with a lot yeah. of jobs. Yeah. So uh, even the president of the uh, the ex president of, of of Zimbabwe was Mugabe. Uh, Mugabe was a student here and then a teacher here was yeah. working here. Yeah. yeah, that's true. You see, a lot of African countries. So Ghana, Ghana was like the prime state of at Africa. that time of Africa. At that time, the star of mm. Africa. At that time, Ghana had airways where no other African country had. Ghana wow. had sh- eighteen shipping vessels in the. Black Star shipping line, and African black people were flying Ghana Airways, and 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 they are captain of Ghana ships. Okay, you so, see, so, and so, so Ghana Ghana that. showed the way to Pan Africanism. Yes, it means that it we we took the agenda so personal that we had to initiate the process. Initiate it, show example. Everything mm. Nkrumah said that everything that he was doing was geared towards the unity of Pan Africanism, the unity mm. of Africa. Okay, you see, and then. Uh, and the 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 how do you call it the the um, um, 
the dam, the the Akosmo dam mm-hmm. had been established. Okay, around that and time. Then, yes, around that time, and then Ghana was going full into industrialization, mm. which was with the Tema, you the see, Tema, Habo, and, and all those things. So to the to the foreign capitalists, were like, what's happening? Like, what's this guy doing? Mm-hmm. These things mm-hmm. are reserved mm-hmm. for whites. For whites. Industrialization. But that was the narrative then. That was the narrative then. It's mm-hmm. like it was strange. That you African, you, you are trying to do this. You are flying African. A black man is flying plane to America. Were, were these comments that was that was open or as an inference that no, those those that was the like the because if 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 uh, white that was that has been the 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 norm. Okay. That since time immemorial, industrialization, technology, and all those things were has. in the West. Okay. You see, so it was strange that you African, you are supposed to be a primary. A supplier so they saw Africans as resources. secondary humans. You see, okay. even in the U- U.S. Constitution, it says Africans are three fifth of human beings. In the U.S. current Constitution, it says Africans are sixty oh. percent of human beings. Mm-hmm. You see, so I don't get that. What was the meaning of that? That means you are three fifth. Like you are not complete. We are not complete human beings. Complete human being. I thought it meant we are sixty percent of the world's population. No, you are sixty percent of so we are not human being. You are not complete. I don't know if part of my hand is missing. Hey. But they, they see Af- African as... I think, I think we have that discussion in depth yeah, later. We can, because, we can discuss that later. Yeah, it's later. quite strange. Yes. Yes, yeah, so we, are, we are talking about um, Pan-Africanism here. Mm-hmm. So that, that was that was like the, the emerging mentality mm-hmm. that this guy is showing too... Promised. Too much of example to the rest of the African state. Mm. Because at Guinea too was like... Like Guinea too was springing up. Benin was springing up. Egypt of, with NASA. Nyerere... And like all Thomas Sankara. Is it Sankara, all those people were like so. We were like the example was too great that the man had to go. And mind you, in sixty six the OAU meeting in sixty six May, that would have been the determining fa- factor. Okay, because it means that it the votes that didn't happen earlier on, earlier on could have happened. Could have happened in May because at that time, three years down the line, Kuma had done a lot of a work, lot of work mm, bringing mm, these Africans mm, 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 on board. You see, and then February, sixty six, they had to topple the man. Let's 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 stay on the top of. I know it's it's kind of a Ghanaian politics thing, but is there any 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 assertion or any thoughts in in the Pan Africanist circles that the toppling of the uh, Kwame Nkrumah really that particular time was instigated by the West? Has there been any discussion oh, like certainly, that? Certainly, certainly. Even recently, there there was there was the some CIA declassified files mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that came out. I, I think I saw something like that. That came out in the public. That clearly, I mean, um, illustrated or demonstrated the role of the CIA in, in the, the toppling of, of, of Nkrumah. So, and mind you, even, be, even before that, right after the, the, the illegal overthrow, we call it the illegal overthrow of... Why? Let's hold on. We're talking about right after, so we'll come back to right after. Why did, why, why did the Pan-Africanists call it the illegal overthrow? It was an overthrow. It was illegal because... But do you have legal overthrow? I'm saying that it was illegal. An illegal act. Yes, it was okay. an illegal overthrow. Okay. Or what they call anti-rebellious act. Okay. You see, because Kwame Nkrumah was legally and legitimately the head of state. State within that area. Within, like within that time. Within that time. You see, and then he, he wasn't just he won with like overwhelming majority Vote. of votes in the nineteen um sixty national elections. You see, so it's like in JB You see, JB Danka stood in the election. Mm-hmm. And then, so the, the, there were two. One of the big six. Yes, okay. there, were, there, there were two elections. The first was the constitution. So after the constitution was drafted, mm-hmm. the constitution was put out into 
the Ghanaians, mm -hmm. that even prior to that, the drafting body of the constitution were even elected by Ghanaians. Okay. You see, but in the current 1992 constitution, Rawlings, with his gun, appointed people to draft the constitution. Mm. By Nkrumah's time, in the 60s, even that election was even facilitated by the British, because at that time, the British was the head, Queen of England was still yeah, the head of they, state. They, 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 you see, because mm. we hadn't attained sovereignty then. Yes, yes. So full, you could see full, that, you could see that, I mean, there was, the mo it was a there democratic, was fairness. it was fairness. There was, there was fairness see, so after the, the election was that, do you accept this constitution to be the constitution of Ghana? Mm -hmm. And then there was about 98 point, 98, about 98% 98 of the electorate said that, yes, we want it. And then the other question was that, between Kwame Nkrumah and JB Dankwa, who do you want to be the new president under the new constitution? Okay. And then clearly, Ghanaians said the eighty-eight percent of over eighty-eight percent of Ghanaians said that yes, we want Kwame Nkrumah, not okay. JB Dankwa. Okay. So any act to 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 topple or to overthrow that's that's I mean system that legitimate that, president. You see, it's mm -hmm. illegal. Mm, yeah, that's that's quite true. And that's quite true. But 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 I mean, I've, I've watched a lot of interviews with um, colonialists at that time. Or individuals that that were around during the Kwame Nkrumah, and, and a lot of a lot of them say that those times were bad times for Ghana economically. Those times were times that Ghanaians were suffering. And and if you there are videos, there are video evidences to show that when Nkrumah was toppled, people jubilated on the streets of Ghana. I mean, people were raising placards, Sasabonsam, Nkrumah Sasabonsam, and all those things. So listen, Sasabonsam means Satan or devil. Yes. So th that was the expression of the Ghanaians. Do you still agree that? It was an illegitimate toppling. Yeah, but you see, Kojo, you have to understand that because even Nkrumah states that mm -hmm. the uh, in his book that based in Ghana that the fabrication um, um, and uh, in in his book mm -hmm. that based in Ghana under the, the chapter the big lie. That, that was, that's Nkrumah's book. Yes, okay. that the fabric, fabrication of lie is essential to the overthrow of any legitimate okay. government. So okay. at that time, because you can't just I mean, cause cause the whole idea of of overthrowing Nkrumah mm -hmm. was not it was was a means to end the drive and the agenda that was happening. So mm. you had to create an excuse. You had to create so so they, 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 they did the act and clearly, then they found reasons to clearly it was to, propaganda. To oh, okay, you see, it was propagated because even if you you, you read you read you read more into the over to the action on the day mm -hmm. they told the soldiers that Nkrumah was coming to. To the the Kukutoka and them, so they told the junior officers that Nkrumah was sending them to to Russia, uh, to uh, to Russia and Congo and some places mm -hmm. to go and fight and die. Yeah, and around, around that time, they weren't pleasant places to. Yeah, to, around to that time, Congo like there was yeah, in Congo yeah, yeah. and yeah, things. So yeah. yeah, they're sending them there to go and fight and die. Mm. And then they have they've so they instigated the see, army. Yes, against that tunnel from the airport to the flagstaff house, and they are mm -hmm. shipping in. Russian soldiers to come and take over. Wow. So that, that was a sort of propaganda that existed. That existed, you uh, see, to get the, uh, the junior officers to support. Okay. Because no one wanted to go to Congo at that time. This is, this is deep information. Yes. Yeah. You see, so so the, so the idea that some people were jubilate which which people because well, there's, there's video evidence I mean, of course i mean if people can can always create i mean video yeah video, so video i think evidence. that their propaganda made Ghanaians think that but which which Ghanaians, which which section of Ghanaians were that were, were oh i mean the, if you street? go to youtube i mean the evidence no, but i'm is saying there. i'm <laughs> saying that which because at that time mm -hmm. there were about six million Ghanaians. oh but if if i mean we so, cannot so, we cannot so be playing if, so the if, numbers card no i'm coming so mm -hmm. if if there was a video of 
like a group on some streets. It was a large Does number. Represents. It's a large, very large number. Okay. But I mean, beyond that, I, I, I would, I would think, or I agree with you when you say that the propaganda may, may have worked to have made the people feel that oh, he was, he was evil. So besides, we had to push him away. Besides, at that time, mm-hmm. there was like nothing like unemployment. At that time, I, I, I beg to differ because the post-colonial era individuals they within the 1960-1966 period they say that there were times that people had to queue for the only time the only essential time, the only goods. time that there were issues was the time that um um, um the cocoa price mm-hmm. you see where 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 because at that time Nkrumah we Ghana was the leading producer of cocoa in Africa okay. at that time mm-hmm. in the world in the world okay at that time you see so and then you know the the West they depend largely on cocoa for their yeah, chocolate yeah, yeah. and the, those other stuff. Yeah. So what happened was that before, I mean the independence, they were dictating mm-hmm. the price of the cocoa. So when okay. took over, it's like no, okay. we have to decide determine the price of okay. our cocoa. Our cocoa. See, and that affected the, the market. So, so they they decide that then they won't buy. Yeah. And we we needed to sell our cocoa because revenue. that time that that was the the most, I mean resources that fetch revenue for the country. It makes so sense. what that's it what Nkrumah did was that they built he built silos at Tema. Mm-hmm. To store our cocoa, okay. that no, we should be disciplined enough to to we should be sacrifice enough for these people to heed to our terms, that we can't. So he wasn't, he wasn't ready to succumb no. to the pressure of the West. So what happened was that the mm-hmm. cocoa were not selling, and then the cocoa farmers they they need money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I get it. I get the economic like, implications. Yes. So if like, you're not getting your revenue. Your highest, you're, you're not selling something that gives you the highest revenue, it means you're not getting yeah, money. Yes, it means you cannot add also pump yeah. it into other sectors. Yes, it has to affect it. Makes sense, it makes sense. And Kuma was like, No, that this shouldn't force us to 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 sell. It's like giving because if I come, you're wearing your shirt, I'm like, Oh, I'm, I'll buy it at two cities. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, you know, your shirt costs about 100 mm-hmm. cities. Okay, mm-hmm. you see, and we're like, No, then I'll keep it. Okay, you see, and mind you, sooner, sooner or later, these people because they need the cocoa. Yeah. For their chocolate, so, for or, 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 a battle of who could have waited more. You see, mm. you see. So that that hardship, that was even mine at that time wasn't as 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 exaggerative as they pre- yeah, they yeah, presented yeah, okay. to be. You mm. see, so so the the vision and then the understanding is just that at that time, like a lot of people were not educated. Okay, we had a high illiteracy. Literacy in Ghana, so was like it was easily to. Yeah, it was easy to propaganda, like push propaganda. You see, propagate those kind of things mm. around the, the circle. Mm. It's within the the, the, the Ghanaian context. Yeah. You see, so that's that's that propaganda mm-hmm. and all those things really worked. Okay. So so yeah, so if you're talking about Nkrumah from his idea of Pan-Africanism to when he has he was overthrown in nineteen sixty six. And I think he went to Guinea to 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 stay there for a while with the the then president of Guinea. But after Nkrumah's overthrow, till till the late nineteen nineties, how was Pan Africanism in Ghana in Africa? Okay, so I think after the the the, the overthrow, mm-hmm. because I had mentioned that the Guinea Mali and Ghana alliance mm-hmm. was there, so um, I um because Nkrumah joined Sekutre Guinea, okay. so there were still meetings of OAU, like OAU meetings. Okay. You see, but at that time, at that time it was it was it was very very difficult. You see, mm-hmm. to cause like the Africans, because the man, the man, the yeah, man, the, the leader of the, the leader pact of the thing has been overthrown. You see, 
has been, but even and even at that time, like we had discussions with our comrades, and and after the the the, the illegal overthrow, mm-hmm. that there were plans to bring Nkrumah back to Africa. I've, I've read some materials where I think Russia, China, and some other African countries were ready to put military together. To bring and come back, but Obama made us non-aligned, which means which means that we were quite neutral. It was positive neutral neutrality, and then non-aligned. That was his foreign policies. Oh, okay. Is, so but what, what was the window? If if you can, if you can, if you can explain. Okay, so that meant that like during the the, the Cold War mm-hmm. between um, um, Russia and America, the USSR, and mm-hmm. then America in Congo and mm-hmm. some part of Africa, that the there are some other some other African, African countries actually aligning to either. USSR, or or, the East. yes, to America. Mm. But was like, no, our, I mean, foreign policies, positive neutrality, and a non-aligned movement. So that means that we are not, we permanently, or we are not like, entrenched. Okay. In, with okay. So we, we can be eternally, you see, linked with a particular state or a particular so faction. Which, whichever way we can get, we can extract support. If, we, because the the plan was mm-hmm. developmental agenda to develop. Our country at a tremendous rate. So if the East mm-hmm. is what's going to bring what we, we, we needed, need, then if the we, West we is what's go. going to bring okay. part, it should be done in a smart way okay. so that you don't sell okay. your independence or okay. your integrity to anyone. To, mm-hmm. So we had at that time it had the resources. Mm. So what Nkrumah was doing most of the time was using the resources to 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 bargain, uh, 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 to bargain for whatever we needed. Mm. You see, because you need it, I need it. Mm. So what can we come to a grounds where it won't affect me because mm. primarily I have the, the highest bargaining power because sure. you are the one who have who the resources. Sure. You see, by today's in today's context, it's like we, we are the kind of leaders we have today. Mm. It's like like they <laughs> we'll, don't we'll, come, we'll come to today's leaders. So listeners, you've been listening to us for quite a while. This is Oravu Miku Jopinkra, and today my guest is Fidel Osajiman. He is a Pan-Africanist and he's a student of Pan-Africanism and he's an advocate for us as such. If you like this audio, if you are interested in commenting or if you want to tell us anything that we need to correct in this particular video, audio, sorry, please make sure to leave it in the comment section of our audio mark listening bee so that we can work on it. So we've been talking about Pan-Africanism when Nkrumah started the whole agenda of a united Africa. Right now we are discussing the overthrow of Nkrumah and the time till the millennium or to the start of the early 2000s. And so I'll go back to Fidel for him to continue with that. So Fidel, we, we were talking about um, when he was overthrown, he went to stay in, 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 in Guinea and the like. In Ghana, how was, how was Pan-Africanism? How was Pan-Africanism in Ghana at that, at that time? Ooh, at that time, at that time, um, because, because he, when, when he went to to, to Guinea, this mm-hmm. uh, Kwame Ture, if I'm sure those who have read about Kwame Ture, he was an uh, African, I mean, the so called African American, but an African born in America. That's okay. Af- African American. He was an American of rights. African descent. Yes, civil rights, I mean, leader. Uh, okay. Civil rights leader there. So he, he was first called Stokely Carmichael, but mm. when he became conscious, <laughs> and when he joined the Pan Africanism movement, when he became conscious, <laughs> he, he came down. To Guinea and met Kwame Nkrumah mm. okay. and then Sikutre and then he learned a lot and so he changed his name to, his name to Kwame Ture okay. to represent his teachers. Okay. So he created the All African People's Revolutionary Party. Mm. 
created the All African People's Revolutionary Party. Party. Mm-hmm. So that was meant to continue the Pan African agenda. Right. But that wasn't in Ghana. Yeah, there's a chapter where it chapters, wasn't based in Ghana. I mean, no, it was based in US because he was okay. He was going back and forth to okay. US and Guinea. Okay. So he comes to learn, get materials, and then, then we recruit. Yeah, okay. So that's even how come myself I got exposed because coming to raise students in US, uh, uh, Mr. Nkrumah and okay. Mr. Uh, Mr. Nkrumah and then Mr. Akili. So they also learned mm-hmm. the Pan African uh, 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 stuff theories. Then, yes. So they came down to Ghana, mm. and then I was also taught. By, by Mr. Nkrumah and Mr. Kili. Okay. Mr. Kili. We also, I mean, happy to get this Pan-African understanding and mm. the drive. Mm. So, so, so just, after after his overthrow, it was still alive. It was, it Kwame was. Ture, Kwame Ture took the, the mantle and then. The mantle and was still alive. But even, even, because even sometimes when we discussed with our comrades, was like, so, so the question that sometimes I ask, so even after the, the overthrow, he was in Guinea, he was co-president yeah, yeah, I think I think sometime yeah. one of our meeting with, with Samia, Honorable Samia and Kumar, Kuma's mm-hmm, daughter, mm-hmm. I asked her that so why didn't because there was OAU meeting mm-hmm. afterwards and he was co-president of Guinea. So why didn't you go to that meeting mm-hmm. like, like, on, behalf of, on behalf of Guinea? Yeah, 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 yeah. You see, so it was like I think Samia was like the issue of safety because at that time they wanted to kill. Okay, so, Kuma, they, so they, they wanted to, his head. Yes, so he had to lay low. Okay, they couldn't even meet his family. You see, he couldn't even meet his family until his, his death. Mm. You see, so I mean, it was unfortunate that um, um, that drive, that agenda, I mean, was wasted at such an early at at early at that time. Mm. You see, because if if it had tried, you see, for some time, because today, 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 in today's world, we we this we Western white capitalists who ensured the overthrow, who ensured in halting of this this agenda are the same people who have successfully I mean put it in our mind that the Pan-African drive is a utopian marginalized kind of thing but if you critically look at it mm-hmm. that that's the future of Africa mm. you see that's the future United because look at United States of mm-hmm. America America had to fight, uh, fight five years civil war to attain a United States of Africa it's in the in the in the eighties, and that was even that fight was part of what brought an end to to slavery, mm-hmm. around that time because mm-hmm. the the fight between the north and the south, mm-hmm. then one part wanted like a, 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 a like an independent state, mm-hmm. different states. Mm-hmm. One part wanted a federal state, mm-hmm. and then they had to fight because the part that wanted the united federal front understood that we are we are more powerful yeah. as a united for, a, a force mm-hmm. than our separate. Divided entities. entities okay. You see, so they had to fight to achieve five years to achieve that. Okay. So in Kuma, I mean, having been someone who has studied and in that environment, because mm-hmm. he was in US for about ten years, okay. and then two years in Britain. Okay. So, so he, he had a fair understanding of the of grounds. What, what happened there? Yeah. And what happened? Because when he went to his ten years in 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 US, he was studying. Okay. He was studying, studying everything that he could lay his hands on. Mm. He had about seven. Degrees, mm-hmm. studying theology, history, philosophy, whatever he had to study. He, was he, w- he wanted to be well prepared for the job. Yes. So when he got to Britain, to that was 40, 45, mm-hmm. nearly after World War Two. Mm-hmm. So he had seen what has happened to Britain. Okay. You see, so coming home, he know that no, let's 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 let me look at things critically. So how do I use this experience to solve 
to to solve because so these terrible. people are the same people who mm. are I mean colonizing while oppressing mm. Africans. Okay. So this is what they they they've done. Mm. This is what has happened to Britain. So how do we mobilize our, our forces as Africans to overthrow this system and make African better? Make Africa okay. better. Okay. I, I think you've, you've given us a very fair understanding of it. So after Nkrumah's overthrow and possible um, exile from Ghana, Kwame Ture took it up and they were still active. I, I have a lot of questions in my head for you, but I would like you to end end with the modern or contemporary Pan-Africanism and the current spit of what, you, what, what, what we call Black Lives Matter campaigns and all that. How is Pan-Africanism in this modern era? And and how do we how do how, how do you as Pan-Africanists see the Black Lives Matter campaign and all those call-outs? So that's that's quite a lengthy yes, question. Yes, it's it's an interesting question. But you mm. see, you realize that when um any parts of Africa mm-hmm. when like mm-hmm. someone someone is 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 like engaging mm-hmm. any black person, yeah, he says you're an African, you're yeah. black. Yeah. You see, it doesn't say Baganian, mm-hmm, you're mm-hmm. Togolese, okay. you're Nigerian. Okay. So, so that means, I mean, deep, deep, if you go to, to like some part of like the white countries, yeah. they see Africa as one. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You see, that's as true. one, one entity. So they treat, whether you're African born in Trinidad, African born in Nigeria, they treat you the same. Yeah. I, I, not to cut you, but there was this joke that... Um, Someone says uh, the white should stop saying I go to Af- I'm going to Africa. They should start saying I'm going to Ghana. I'm going to Nigeria. See, so, they always say I'm going to Africa. Yes, but Africa is not a country. Yes, <laughs> and in fact, even in fact, the, this, these borders we see in Africa, mm-hmm. uh, artificial, created at the Berlin Conference. There were, there were no borders. It was a borderless Africa that people can, could maneuver their way through everywhere. Mm. It was like a one borderless Africa. Mm. But this they create in Berlin conference they created the borders to divide Africa. So the Mandarin, they 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 politically yes divided, divided the states. and physically came to build borders <laughs> to divide yeah, yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like initially if two houses were together you could go to your 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 your, your neighbor your neighbor you could I mean pass through your neighbor but once the neighbor pushed the wall Boundary around a war around his house. Hinged, you hinged, see, uh, so yeah. that was exactly what happened. So, yeah. though, let's not, I mean, get this wrong that Africa was never a divided force. Okay. Africa was, had been, I mean, a one borderless united force mm-hmm. prior to the coming in of, of, of these Europeans. Okay. And that's even one evidence that, I mean, the way forward is Pan African is a unity. Mm. And secondly, to the fact that when you go out there, they, they are likely not referred to you as a Ghanaian or a yeah, police, but yeah, a black, black and African. That shows that I mean, we are one people. Mm. You see? And then, th- thirdly, to, if you look at I mean, the kind of problems we have, we have in Af- Africa, the problem of neocolonialism, because especially yeah, yeah. we are colonized, and then now we have what we call neocolonialism. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's the modern era. You see, it's the same, because Kwame Nkrumah oh. said that neocolonialism is the last stage of imperialism. Mm. You see, and then the only way to uproot neocolonialism to end imperialism is Pan-Africanism. Mm. Because if you you go to you go to you go to Togo right now, just just I mean that the, uh, uh, if I'm called I mean Fid Osei in mm. Ghana right now, if you go to Togo, you just have to get a Togolese name. And the problem I'm having today is the same thing. If you go to Nigeria, so throughout Africa, it's just the names that are different, but the problems. Are the same. Are the same. Yeah. So, so how then do we solve 
these same problems that is it more better is it is it better or is it better to solve it individually or is it better to solve it collective. as a collective mm. you see if you, if you go to south africa the malema mm -hmm. if you go to uh if you come to ghana the nesto so Ma malema uh, is the head of the economic freedom fighters yes in, 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 south, africa. in south africa and then and next to ghana and next to Yeboa. yes it's also championing the cause so so even with that with the issue of and next to sometimes it, it gets very disappointing that because when issues come in ghana we get a lot of dissenting Ghanaians criticizing, especially the chamber issue. Yeah, when yeah. the government wanted to build a new yeah. parliamentary yeah. chamber yeah. for the parliamentarians, and then you yourself, I know you were against <laughs> that act. And there are a lot of Ghanaians, yeah. everyone yeah. was lampasting yeah. the government, ranting mm. on social media. Yeah. But when the next two went to parliament to, to, to take an action to condemn that mm -hmm. act, then the same people who were ranting on social media started. I mean, but, chastising but, NS2. But, but listen, Fidel, he said rightly that, I mean, a lot of us were, were not very comfortable with the action, but the means to serving your, 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 your how do you call it, your, um, your opinions or your views really matters. You know that Parliament is the third arm of government, which means it's a very strong area. You can't just walk into Parliament and disrupt parliamentary processes. So that action, that was... That act of brutality, let's put it that way, that was murdered on Ernesto was a protocol that anyone who like who um, was seen as an obstacle to parliamentary proceedings, right, or who ha would have violated the security of the parliament mm -hmm. would be put through that same way. So it's not that people were lambasting Ernesto for him saying that they should drop the chamber. But we're lambasting him because of I think I, I, I understand that he your took. point is well, I understand it, but we also have to look at it from this way mm -hmm. that um, even first of all, the kind of rules and protocols that has been established is established to defend the same system. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Make that clear. You see, there's the, if there are, there are rules, the mm -hmm. rules have been made to protect, to protect okay. the systems, the structures mm -hmm. in place. So they become untouchable. It's, yes. So if you are, you are the structures, the system is unfavorable. Mm -hmm. And then you want to to you want the the the, the policymakers those in charge to get your message that the structures are not favorable. Then what what you have to follow the rules. How do you how does following mm -hmm. the rules how does following the rules laid down to protect these same structures sends your message that you are not the, the structures are not favorable. Okay, so, so for you are not favorable. So, so for, for me okay. for me because we've read about civil disobedience. Okay. So it was, it was like direct act of civil, civil disobedience to test the, the, the strength of the law. Exactly. Or to test the not to test the strength of the law to send a message mm. that no guys that's not what you guys are supposed to be doing mm. for this country. Mm. You see there are more priority, there are more pressing issues that, makes that sense. need attention. That mm. so it's like you, there was you had to create the environment the opportunity to send your message mm. however way he, he couldn't have is. done that softly what, what is softly no, i'm saying that he couldn't have done that softly what he did they, was they, soft oh that, that in was other brutal. parts of my country people people pick up arms <laughs> and revolt and fight but at the parliament but i'm house, sure i'm sure as a yeah. as a as africa as a continent we get to that stage mm. that people will raise up one day and pick up arms against the system the oppressive mm. and exploitative system mm. that we get there one day was mean prior to uh, the independence, they were they were of course during slavery because slavery at, at the time of slavery, who knew that one day Africans can rise up to fight slavery? Mm. No one knew. You see, because it was a, a, a very nice system. 
was a bene- like profitable system. Mm. Africans woke up one day and then rose up against it. Some people took up arms, killed a lot of white people to end it. Colonialism to say in some parts was mm. a non-violence, I mean independence movement. Mm-hmm. But in some parts, people took up arms and killed I mean white people. So, so, so you're saying that there'll be a time where blacks or Africans would rise up against oppressive of regimes. Of course. That definitely. are systematically definitely. you know working against their progress. Definitely, because mm. th- this system cannot be permanent. The system where only few people I mean have to I mean, benefit from mm. the resources and the rest of us have to die poor, go poor. It's, it's, it's no way. Mm. The okay. elite, elite class of yes, Africa. they have to they have to be defeated. Mm. They have to change. We have to change the system. You see, so like talking about about the issue of Pan Africanism. So it's 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 very important mm-hmm. that I mean as young people today, that I mean we rally we put our forces together. Mm. You see, and then we 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 form because the AAPRP of African People's Revolutionary Party mm-hmm. is 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 there. They have a Ghana chapter. Okay. They have I mean chapters across, I mean Africa. So, mm. um, 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 I think what we need to do today is that as young people, we mm-hmm. have to go back to the to the drawing table mm. and dwell from the experiences and the writings of okay, the, our four mm. our forefathers, and then see how we can shape it. Because because times have changed. Yeah, yeah. so we have to modify. We have to modify the means, see how we can means. modify. But but, but Fidel, not to cut you. People don't feel that Pan-Africanism is attractive. That's I made it earlier. Mm. That I said earlier that the same people who def- who fought against it are the same people who are controlling the media, same people who are mm. controlling education system, mm. the same people who are propagating and making. They've successfully made it made it clear that it's it's not relevant today, okay. because because they know that once it's achieved, but those people are Africans. Effect, some of them are not Africans. Um, they are, they, I mean, the Western media, uh, okay. Western imperialist, okay. uh, capitalist, they are part of. Mm. And they are even sponsoring. So it's, a, it's a whole agenda it's to. It's a whole like, syndicate. To stifle the progress of Pan Africanism. Africa, yes, of Africa. Mm. Because if once Africa unites and gets one, I mean, a market price for our goods, get one military. One foreign but policy. there's a continental free trade area. There's a after agreement. That, mm. That's Come on, Ghana man. is. Accra is the head. Of so, the continental free trade again. I understand. So that that's part of like it's the processes. You too. see, so mm. that's I mean part it's of the process. process. But those things, the pace like the pace at mm. which they are driving, it, it's like we need a more revolutionary we, approach. We need a more revolutionary, than more radical, okay. you see, approach than the those kind of things. They say Eco Ecowas, they are going to do an economic currency in twenty twenty. Yeah, they are going to start. Are they are they using any? Eco- it's, it's because of some some macroeconomic. You see issues. So with some it's, it's, it's in like it's like when you even analyze it critically, you realize that the kind of even the leaders they know they know. The yeah, kind so of I was about to ask you that. Is it isn't that our leaders are now they are now aware of the pro- some some are aware, some cause some people are also some are very intelligent. They are mm. aware of the kind of, I mean, uh, a solution the kind of thing that we can do to 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 strengthen mm. our side of the world. Mm. But first of all, they are not doing it because some lack. The political will to do it, and secondly, because of the hand that is on them, with the white capitalists, you see, they are always under threat of being overthrown or being killed. If you mm-hmm. look at history, all the African leaders that were against the pushing so hard, the yeah, anti-capitalists um, and, and Libya, revolution, you see, Libya. you get marginalized, isolated, or killed, mm. sponsored by the same whites, the West, mm. the West, 
You see, so they are learning from this. Some of these African leaders mm. are learning from this experience and are afraid. Mm -hmm. Some too are. I mean, they like the political will to do it because of their personal individual interest. Mm -hmm. Some two are complete dumps and fools, mm. unfortunately. Mm. And they don't even know they are left or right. They don't know. They mm. don't know. But, but Fidel, um, Paul Kigame of Rwanda is doing quite well. I think Rwanda is, a fast, is a, one of the fast rising economies in the world. Mm. Um, so some, some really ask the question. People ask the question. Is, is unity what we really need to grow? If, if some countries can unilaterally grow from even ruins, you know, Rwanda had to, you know, resurrect themselves from the ruins. Is 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 unity what we need? But if 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 it it's understandable that um a one country mm -hmm. can develop, yeah, can I mean develop is yeah. understandable. Mm. But it doesn't negate the fact that it will be more better, more okay. convenient, and more comfortable to have a developed a united. Mm. A collectively united, developed Africa mm. than as I mean individual entities. Mm. You see, so it it's fine if Kagame is doing well, but even the issue of Rwanda, that we we, we cannot I mean dwell so much, I mean into it because what it's it's a social it's a, like social media stuff. It's a PR. You see, it's a PR. It's, 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 it's PR. It's PR. Stuff I mean, I mean because. The, the numbers are there. The Economist, the World Bank, it, the it, IMF. It, it's understandable, but, yeah. but but the question is that if if Rwanda was really revolutionary and mm -hmm. doing what it actually claims it's doing, mm -hmm. then why hasn't the West... You see, why hasn't the West had interest? Because look at Libya, look mm -hmm. at Zimbabwe. Why would the West attack Mugabe and Libya? Okay. And so you think... You think Kagame is in bed with the West. West. Attacked Babu. Even Babu, Babu, at that time, Babu was uh, uh, trying to fight the French control over mm. the, uh, 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 the economy. Yeah, uh, Côte d'Ivoire because uh, Africans have to, they have to, 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 to pay. Yeah, all, 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 all of the French colonies have their treasury. In you France, see, in so, France, yeah. so Babu was like, nah, like, but you know, then bah, they have to get rid of Babu. So mm. any, any, any African. Yeah, Who's you see? Yeah. So it's, so that's, it's, that's it's very a very strange. legitimate question. It's very strange that I mean. Are, are, you, are, you, are you asserting that he is in bed with the West? I'm not saying that, but it's 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 uncertain what's really happening. We need oh, to okay. study more into the Kagame issue. You see, because can, it's very strange mm. that that I mean Kagame. If if the country is doing very well, that's what we want. Yeah, an African that is developing, thriving. Yeah. That the people can can mm. fend people. But his exception is strange. It's, it's strange. Mm. That's 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 understandable. I think um I, we should have a part two of this discussion because we've, we've not had um uh, we've not tackled a lot of issues. But lastly, before we go, um, Fidel, what's your take on the Black Lives Matter campaign that has been happening all across the world? I mean, in Ghana, there was a funeral for George Floyd, but I mean <laughs> the the externalities there. We'll see yeah, so later. so it's 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 a call that we are all pushing. Mm. You see, because when because the the even this misconception about the uh, issue of Black Lives Matter among I mean, a lot of Ghanaians mm -hmm. because people think that Black Lives Matter simply means that the halting of the killings of the Africans in the US. Mm -hmm. But that, that's not it. Okay. So it, it goes beyond that. It goes beyond that. Mm -hmm. Black Lives Matter means that an African child in, in, in a village in, in, in Ghana shouldn't be starving. Mm. You see, Black Lives Matter means that if you go to Zimbabwe, that there shouldn't be poverty in Zimbabwe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So our listeners in Zimbabwe have been complaining about data charges you see, in Zimbabwe. It's, it's bad. It's bad. And, 
and they can't listen but i mean shout out to all those listening from zimbabwe yeah greetings to you all yeah, so yeah, so yeah. that that's the the whole idea the whole drive of the black lives matter that mm. no so it moves beyond the, it moves the, the, beyond the confines of the west yes it, it's it's everywhere in everywhere in because i'm a swale mm-hmm. wasn't the takradi ladies mm-hmm. if you go to uh, nigeria the boko haram harassing mm-hmm. the ladies. girls if you go to south africa there's xenophobic attacks mm-hmm. so it's 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 a whole Afri- mm. uh, whole thing that. But but, but if you draw my attention to one thing, but you see that the West marched, we did funerals, so it starts to to mean that but we we did more than funeral. So the Ghana did funeral. Yes, the Ghana government did see, But Ernesto demanded that you are you should do arrested. more than that. Yes, he demanded that you cut diplomatic ties with 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 the with US. But those have real economic implications. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> but but that's if if you want to really fight for mm, black lives matter, then mm. as a, a complete government, you don't go and do funeral. Mm. Don't hold vigil. I, I had I have a problem with the wasting state resources to hold I mean, funeral. Mm. For, so what, what was the 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 what what impact did the funeral? Oh, make? They, they were commended by the George Floyd family and what, during what the happened? George Floyd funeral, actually in in America. Mm-hmm. So it was like oh. Correlations to Ghana. We yeah, see, I, I, I saw that. I yeah. saw that, but but it's that's more of lip service. Oh, but, I mean, really, it, it gets you. The, the objects gets you. You know, some. I understand. Some I understand. But if you really want to to fight it, if you really want, you are challenging it. Then you should go beyond such things. Lip service. Go beyond mm. such trivial mm. things that you should actually. I mean, take up actions. So right. Ernesto is like, you, know, you have to cut down diplomatic ties. Mm. You have to. I mean, you're a government. Mm. So if you are really against it. And there are Ghanaians in US, Ghanaians everywhere, yeah. who are being killed. Mm. You see, so if you are really against such an act, you should take an action. Yeah, Fidel, not to cut you, but we would have a discussion on Black Lives Matter. I think that um, the Pan Africanist sense, uh, probably next time when, when we talk, we're going to talk about just Black Lives Matter. But let, let this last question, we've been talking for quite a while. Yeah, keep on as, the last question. <laughs> this is the very last question. Okay. Fidel, is Pan Africanism a lost cause? It's not a lost cause. Mm-hmm. It's because I earlier I made it clear that the objectives of the African liberation struggle mm-hmm. were clear, were were really set out clearly mm-hmm. by our forefathers. That the objectives were one, nationalism, mm-hmm. which represented the independence, the political independence of I mean the African countries. Mm-hmm. So and then secondly, was Pan Africanism, and then socialism. So after all the African countries had attained their independence. They all come together. To the, the, form, there was a structural process. Yes, like, a process. yes okay. and form one continental Pan-African government. And then we adopt socialism as the economic system. Mm. To see, so there are objectives. So mm. no matter how long it takes, it will take, it's still relevant and it's still the objective that we need to achieve mm. if we, are, we, want, we want Africa to be what we want it to be. Mm. You see, so, so it has been truncated, that movement, had been truncated by a lot of factors, Western, okay. like African, Africans, Africans and yeah. all lot of people have come together to, I mean, stifle it, to, to, to truncate it, but mm. that makes it a lost cause. So it's up to us, the young ones, and then this generation to rise up and then, I mean, take up that cause and drive it, and drive it. So that's... Yes, so it's up to us. I mean, as young guys rising up to take up 
that action, the mantle, okay, the mantle, and then drive that objective. So it's sure. just completely not a lot of but okay. some people have put measures in place to stifle the progress. To stifle it, you see, so we have to. Mm. To come together, mm. a lot of questions, a lot of questions in my head, but I have to, I have to be disciplined to say that is the is the very last question. So, listeners, you've been listening to us for fifty one minutes. Thank you very much for listening thus far. This has been unravel with Kujo Pinkra, and today we we discussed Pan Africanism, whether it's a lost cause or not. We would have a second edition of this discussion because we have re- I've really enjoyed this discussion. It's the first time I'm hearing a lot of stuff, and um, uh, resource person, let me see, uh, panel member today has really educated us. We're going to have a second version of today. But before Fidel goes, I would like him to give out probably his last words, his social media contacts, so that if he wants to ask him anything about Pan-Africanism, if you're a listener and then you love Pan-Africanism, if there's anything that you want to contribute to the Pan-Africanist movement, he's a member of the Economic Freedom Fighters Ghana, right? Yes. Uh, there's a name you guys call yourself? Fighters. No, no, there's, there's a fa- fighter. Is it Fighter Fidel? Yes, yes, they are fighter Fidel. They are fighter, okay. We have the, the executives are commanders. So we have Commander Hadi, he's a fighter general. We have Commander Namata. Is, is it not too brutal? I, 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 it's brutal. Uh, and, uh, it's it's radicalism, like, yes, it's all have, about radicalism. That's the way to go. Okay. You can't be professional and diplomatic with system that is not mm. treating that well. The yeah, system is yeah. oppressive and exploitative. So and you have, have to, to be go, fought in yeah. that regard. It makes a lot of sense. All right, so Fidel, your last words and your social media handles. Yeah, so listeners, um, thank you for I mean have, um, listening mm. to us. I think it has been I mean educational. Mm. So you can we can reach us on um, the Nkrumah Circle. I'm the programs committee chair, mm. and acting PR of an Nkrumahist Pan Africanist based movement in Ghana called the Nkrumah Circle. So if you go to Facebook, just search the Nkrumah Circle, and then um, voila. You can find us, contact us, message us, call us, mm-hmm. whatever you want to contribute. If you want to join the MUA movement, you can join us. If you want to contribute anything, you can contribute. Just contact us. And then we can. We also have in store Nkrumah books and other books belonging to African freedom fighters. Mm-hmm. Other books that African freedom fighters have written. So uh, you can contact us and then we can get you the books mm-hmm. to read. Because we believe that um, once we read, because the things that I mean, I'm talking about right now are things that I read okay. in those books. You see, so, so you're not present within that time. Yeah. So, that's right. so once we all read and understand the, the, the what we are up and against, then I think people will descend and a lot of people will join the movement mm. so that we fight. So you can also contact me yeah. if you're on 057-92-93-548. Mm-hmm. So if you are take outside it, Let's Ghana, take it again. 57 If you are outside Ghana, just add a plus 233 Thank you. Thank you very much, Fidel, for joining us for this discussion today. This has been Unravel with me, Kojo Pinkra. It has been a wonderful time with you, Fidel. Um, if you would, um, we would want to know your reaction to this particular audio, whether you like it, whether you do not like it, so that we do more or we reduce our discussions on this particular topic. So to do so, please leave your comments in the comment section on this audio Mac platform so that we read it. Or you can go to Twitter on our page is at unravel underscore kp unravel underscore kp when you go there you leave just just tag us and let us know your comments on facebook is 
unravel with Kojo Penkra. And then we host this particular audios on Audio Mac, and the links will be shared across our social media platforms. Thank you very much for listening to us. If you want to sponsor this particular event or this particular discussions, please do want to contact the production team on 026 493 It has been on Ravel with me, Kojo Penkra. Thank you very much for doing your listening. Meet you some other time.